First hard fact of the day, 65 confirmed COVID cases yesterday in five states. 44 cases were in Lagos alone. As you can see, this thing is still with us. So please don't stop taking your precautions. Limit your movement when you must go out to work or to buy essentials. Wear a mask and keep your distance from from people. And wash and sanitize your hands as frequently as you can. Second hard fact of the day is five. That's the number of African countries that Nigeria just added to the COVID travel blacklist. So you've got Namibia. Libya there, Uganda, Rwanda, Zambia, and South Africa. Boss Mustafa announced um, the addition, and he's the secretary to the government of the federation. But he's also the chairman of the presidential steering committee on COVID. And he says the ban is because infection numbers are rising fast in those countries. Uganda's cases are actually a bit terrifying. They've ordered a 42-day lockdown of Kampala, the capital of Uganda. And in South Africa, they just had 20,000 new infections in one day yeah scary stuff and speaking of south africa our third hard fact of the day is 15 months that's the jail sentence that the south african constitutional court just gave ex-president jacob zuma for obstruction of justice during a corruption investigation yep a former president was not only charged with a crime but he was taken to court found guilty and has now been sentenced to prison for corruption. I'm very curious about whether you think this will happen in Nigeria. I mean, the closest we've ever gotten was the imprisonment of ex-military um, head of state, Olusegun Obasanjo, by the Abacha regime for allegedly plotting a coup. The so-called phantom coup. You remember it. A lot of experts believe that it didn't really exist. But that's the closest we've come. I've got a fourth hard fact of the day. July 26th is the new deadline for integrating your NIN with your SIM. Remember, the deadline was the end of this month before. But now the government has pushed it again uh, because compliance numbers are still low. Now, 1 million is not a low number. That's how many of you listen to hard facts every day. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. And 1 million Lagosians cannot be wrong. They come here for a great show, and I provide that every day, starting with the big three. Let's talk about the arrest of Namdi Kano. Then let's talk about more defections of PDP politicians to APC and the party's threat, that's the PDP, to go to court. And then let's talk about the CBN planning to bring down the price of maize by releasing more supplies from the strategic reserve. Now, no community you report or big hard facts because it's coming home. It's coming home. It's coming. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, I can hear you completing the song. All right. So England versus Germany is playing today. Euro 2020 is on again. Um, did you people see what happened to Mbappe yesterday? Now, wow. And my N'Golo Kante. I felt so sorry for France. It was sad. Kai. Uh, but yes, um, England versus Germany. Going to be very, very hot. I can't wait to see what happens with that game as well. But right now, let's get into the big three. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili, and these are your hard facts. This is the big three. The big three. On the hard facts. On 99.3, Nigeria Info. What will Namdi Kanu's arrest mean for IPOB? 
What will Namdi Kanu's arrest mean for IPOB? Can PDP stop its elected officials from defecting to APC? And can government control the price of maize? Those are your big three. Lagos, let's talk. Namdi Kanu, the head of IPOB, has been arrested and brought back to Nigeria. That's our first story. The Attorney General of the Federation, Abubakar Malami, made the announcement literally a few minutes before I got on air. Malami said that Kanu was arrested after a joint international effort involving Interpol. Now, if you remember, Namdi Kanu has been declared wanted since 2017. At the time, he was on trial for treasonable felony and he was released on bail. In September 2017, members of the army raided his parents' home in Afaruku, Abia State, where Kano was believed to be. After that, he disappeared. The authorities have repeatedly said that he was abroad. Now, they're saying that they've gotten him back with help from Interpol, meaning that his treasonable felony trial can now continue. Even more updates on that story. Uh, also, before I got on air, he has been arraigned uh, before a high court, a federal high court in Abuja. And the federal high court has ordered that Namdi Kano be remanded in a Department of State Service facility pending the determination of his trial. Justice Binta Nyako gave the order after counsel to the Attorney General of the Federation, Shoaibu Labaran, told the court that Mr. Kanu, who jumped bail, has been arrested and produced in court. Labaran even urged the court uh, for uh, an order detaining the arrested IPOB leader at the DSS facility pending the hearing and determination of the matter. He's... he's uh, uh, the matter has been adjourned until July 26th when they'll continue the trial. Now, you you remember that um, around the same time that Namdi Kanu vanished, the government caught a, got a, a court order allowing it to declare IPOB a terrorist organization and to proscribe it. That's the reason why ever since then, membership of or affiliation to IPOB has technically been punishable under Nigerian law. Recently, we've seen the tensions between the government and IPOB get stronger. The government has accused IPOB of being behind multiple attacks on police stations and INEC offices in the southeast, although IPOB denies responsibility. Also, the controversial Twitter ban can be traced to the IPOB situation. Remember that the president's tweet, which Twitter deleted after Nigerians complained, was in the context of a conversation about IPOB. The president has accused IPOB of trying to reenact the civil war. The information ministry has also accused platforms like Twitter of allowing Namdikano to spread his rhetoric. That's last year. Now, Kanu is in custody. And the question becomes, how will this change the ongoing situation between the government and IPOB? Will this weaken IPOB? Is this the beginning of the end for them? Then there's the fact that Interpol was supposedly involved in this arrest. Is this a sign that the international community is on the side of the government in this particular case? Remember, a couple of months ago... 
The government had a war of words with the UK government over a plan to grant asylum to IPOB members if the government was seen to be violating their human rights. A few days later, the UK quietly removed that information from their website. So is that chapter closed? Let's talk, Lagos. Women, call me on 01465-7190. 01465-7190. Men, call me on 0700-993-993-993. I want to know what you think about this news that Kano is back in custody. What do you think that this translates to in terms of the government's goals as regards IPOB? Women, 01465-7190. Men, 0700-993-993. 993993. We've got WhatsApp available as well. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. 080-959-75805. That's for WhatsApp. Christopher is in Surulere. Hello, Christopher. The People's President. How are you? Thank you, my sister. Hmm. Um, Kano and this group, they need to trade carefully with this government. Please, I'm begging every one of them, they should allow peace to reign. And for the South African president, uh, first thing will not happen here, President Sandra. It will not. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much for calling and keeping things short. 99.3. Um, good afternoon, Sandra. Good afternoon. What's your name, sir? My name is Agwoma. Welcome. On the issue of uh, the arrest of Nandekalo, mm-hmm. um, I think this is the time for the federal government to go into negotiation with the group. Okay. Um, for peace to reign. Uh, we've negotiated with people that are more of terror than him. And so why can't we do that at this time? And secondly, um, I don't know, I remember some time ago in the past, I, I'm just finding, thinking how the Interpol coordinated because some time ago, I remember the case of Omaru Diko. Okay. Yeah, so uh, I, I don't know. We've not heard uh, from the other government mm. uh, or the other interpol that uh, uh, worked together uh, in conjunction with the with the government of Nigeria. Mm-hmm. So maybe as time goes on, development, redevelopment will develop. So uh, well, as of now, I will advise it's good for the federal government to go into talk with the group. Because I think uh, it's an idea rather than just it may not end with Namdial as a person. And um, the, the court have also ruled that uh, some time ago, I think it was contested that Namdekalo did not jump bell. Rather, he was attacked uh, by the military. And secondly, people mention about the attack of uh, facilities. Uh, that's the police station in the... Uh, southeast. southeast mm. uh, you will also recall that uh, these people have denied such an uh, such attacks, and also you will recall that uh, poli- uh, soldiers were arrested for attacking police stations somewhere. I, I don't know if you are still aware. Mm. Uh-huh. So, and even before, uh, some people have insinuated that the IPOP want to uh, attack Lagos. You recall. Okay. So these uh, we don't know. Whether the, uh, the the group is just being used, you know, uh, uh, somebody else is doing something they are accused to be doing. 
So that is all we need to also investigate. All right, Agoma. Uh, yeah. Thank you very much for calling. If you're watching our live stream, we're showing you pictures of Namdi Kanu um, after his arrest um, being held by um, operatives of the Department of State Security. Our, li- our Facebook live stream is Nigeria Info 99.3. We've got also uh, YouTube, Nigeria Info FM. We're streaming there. Nigeria Info FM on YouTube, Nigeria Info 99.3 on Facebook. If you just tuned in, you're listening to Hard Facts. So 99.3 Nigeria Info. And our first story on today's Big 3 is the arrest of the head of IPOB, Namdi Kano. He was arrested and brought back to Nigeria. The Attorney General of the Federation, Abubakar Malami, made the announcement uh, today. Uh, he said that uh, Namdi Kano was arrested on the 27th of um, June. 28, uh, 2021. Uh, he was arrested after a joint international effort involving Interpol. Samuel is in Ikeja. Hello, Samuel. Hello, good afternoon. How are you? Good to have you on the show. Yeah, fine, yeah. Hmm. I just want to talk concerning uh, Jacob Suma's uh, sentence. Okay. You know, uh, it's an eye-opener. Fine, like the other person said, even if I thought it's not going to hold anything last longer. But Nigeria has to take a cue from that, that there is nobody above the law. I need to give kudos to them because I wonder if such a thing will even happen in Nigeria. Right? So mm-hmm. and now South Africa has shown the whole world that at least the rule of law will still prevail if we allow it to happen. So I think I will appeal to people at the end. All right, Samuel. Especially because I wasn't quite sure what he was talking about. But um, we do thank him for calling in and sharing his thoughts. On Facebook, we've got comments. Um, uh, Kayode Samuel says, hopefully the trial will be open. Uh, or Jaoba Sunday says, this is not good at all. I pray Femi Adeshino. Uh, unfortunately, I've uh, lost that message. All right. Chidebera Gugwa says, Arresting of Namdikano is not a thing of joy for Nigerians at all. If the government of Nigeria fails to go on a roundtable discussion now, the end might be disastrous for Nigeria. Onu Prince Will Gideon says, I think it will be a good idea for the federal government to go into negotiation with the leader of IPOB instead of arresting him. Uh, Peter Balogun says, we can now see who is greater than the country. 99.3, hello. Hello, Sandra. Good to have you on the show. What's your name? Chinoye. Hi, Chinoye. How are you doing? Hi, Jay. You go to see Okay. 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 Okay, they become main main place. DSS Okay. 
No, yeah. Thank you very much. Okay. All right. Lagos, uh, keep the calls coming in. Let me go to WhatsApp very quickly and see the comments you have for us. Uh, we've got this one here from Robert who says, uh, uh, you seem to like talking about COVID every time. Why do you like talking about COVID every time? Well, because we are in a pandemic, honey. You don't know we're in a pandemic? Huh? Huh? Why shouldn't I talk about a pandemic? I'm sorry. That's a ridiculous question. And Robert also thinks that Namdikanu is a coward. All right. Thanks for your message. Topwe Omoniyi says, It's a welcome development, but government needs to pursue peace at this time. This cannot be regarded as a sign of weakness. With the arrest, they've shown enough strength. That said, it will be good to get all the bandits terrorizing the northern part of the country now. Topwe, thank you for your message. Um... Our leaders should be wise on this IPOB matter. Well, this person doesn't leave their name, but thank you very much. We've got uh, Adegboyega Adedeji who says, Namdekano's rearrest should not be breaking news. I think the breaking news should be the sentencing of Zuma to prison. Kano isn't a leader of a terrorist group. He only joy- jumped bail, which is common. Mena, the pe- pensions boss, did the same. So what is the big deal? Kano should be set free. Adegboyega Adedeji with that message on whatsapp thank you for your message blessing from Ogba says this is not the first this is not the time for negotiation he jumped bail he ordered the killing of uniformed men in the southeast so he should be treated as a full-time criminal the same should go for anyone who thinks that he's above the law no matter where you are from in this country blessing from Ogba. thank you for your message adeshino ayotimbo says ayatoimbo says namdikano's arrest is a very sensitive issue at a time like this the federal government should be very careful on what they do to him if not this could trigger more angry displays and agitations all right let's take a a few more calls 99.3 hello sorry about that call back if you can 99.3 hello good afternoon good afternoon what's your name sir president sandra hi what's your name my name is paul paul welcome to hard facts go ahead yeah, um, I will advise the federal government to tread carefully with the issue of Nandekano. If if we are used to histories of leaders that have led groups, mishandling of them have always resulted to more chaotic situation in any country. And you remember the former president of South Africa. The late Mandela, he was called a terrorist, his group prescribed, and he was sentenced. He was in Robin Island for 28 years. It was recently during Obama regime that his name was removed from terrorist uh, persons in the American uh, uh, Gazette. So the federal government should tread carefully with him. He has raised a lot of people. And there are a lot of people that believe in him. Whether he's doing it rightly or wrongly, there are people that believe in him. So they should call for negotiation. Thank you. Thank you very much. 99.3. Hello? Hello? Are you there? Uh, 99.3. Hello, Sandra. Thank you for calling. What's your name? Hello? Oh, no. Sorry about that. Call back, please. Hello? Hello? Um, yeah, good afternoon, Mr. Sandra. Good afternoon. What's your name, sir? Yeah, this is Francis 
Hi, Francis. Yeah. Welcome to Hard Facts. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, uh, concerning the arrest of Anam uh, Dekana, uh, I strongly want to believe that uh, many Nigerians now will be celebrating the arrest. Okay. But at the time like this, why? 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 In making himself available to the to, to get arrested. I, that is the question. The moment I had I, the news broke, mm. I was like, why a time like this? Why did he make himself available? Yes. Well, yes. well, Malami said that um, he was arrested after a joint international effort involving Interpol. So I'm not sure he made himself available. Okay. Federal government getting him arrested now. Hmm. Nigeria. Let us be careful of Good afternoon, ma'am. Okay. Good afternoon. Thank you very much. We've got uh, Femike Inde who says, Middlemen are creating artificial scarcity for maize. I don't know how government is going to save us from this greedy people. Poultry farmers are losing a lot. Productivity has dropped. We're indeed our greatest enemy. He's talking about our third story on today's Big Three. Well, we're going to talk about that story um, after the break. We've got uh, Danny Sabutu who says, Arresting in Namdi is not a joy for Nigerian government, but hey... They have to be careful. All right. Or say eBay says, good news. Namdekano has been arrested. IPOP prescribed. Anyone who openly declares to be a member of the group should be arrested as well. We don't negotiate with terrorists. Or say, thank you for your message. Lagos, we're going to come back and take more of your calls, more of your thoughts, and also bring you our second story. I am Sandra Ezekwesili. This is Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. Welcome back to your number one talk, news, and sports station. This is Nigeria Info. In our second story, more PDP leaders may be defecting to the APC. Earlier this year, we saw Governor Ben Ayade of Cross River make the switch. Right now, he is um, having a tug of war with other members of the Cross River government over whether they will join him or not join him. Before Ayade, there was David Umahi of Ebonyi. He also defected from the PDP to the APC. And now there are rumors that another governor is about to join them. That's uh, Belo Matawale of Zamfara. Rumors, oh, rumor, rumor, rumor. Now, this is not the first time we've heard these reports that Matawale may be planning to defect. A month ago, he sacked his entire cabinet and some politicians accused him of planning a defection when he did that. And all he said was, I'm not defecting on June 12th. And people were like, um, okay, Oga, what about after June 12th? Well, June 12th don't pass, and now these rumors are getting stronger again. And the PDP is not taking it lying down, or at least that's what they say. They're saying that they won't take it lying down. They say that they're going to go to court to stop any elected official who defects from keeping their seats. The PDP says the Supreme Court has made it clear that parties win elections, not candidates. So the candidate um, on a ballot is merely an agent of the party. So if after the election is won, that official leaves the party, well, as far as PDP is concerned, they have also left the election victory behind and they are no longer entitled to the post. So the PDP is saying that they're going to start challenging these defections in court. Now, I want to know what you think about this. What do you think about the PDP saying that they're going to take these issues to court? If you're a lawyer 
I want to specifically hear from you. You know, what do you think about the legal argument that PDP is putting forward? Do you think it holds water? But let's also talk about the defection trend in general. What do you think is making all these PDP officials cross to the APC? The APC says, the P, sorry, the PDP says that APC is using corruption cases as a stick. Now, remember when Adam Soshomole was APC chairman, he said that if you have a corruption case and you cross to the APC, you will become white as snow. And ever since then, voices have gotten louder, accusing the EFCC and other prosecutors of going after PDP members. But dropping the cases once those guys switch to the APC. We saw it happen with Timmy Presilva, who is the current petroleum minister. He had multiple corruption cases, which the EFCC dropped at around the time that he switched parties. So talk to me, Lagos. What do you think about the complaints that the PDP has about corruption cases as a recruitment tool? What about their threat to challenge defections in court? Men, call me on 0700-993-993-993. Women, call me on 01465-7190. 01465-7190. Men, 0700-993-993-993. You can still talk to me about our first story, the rearrest of Namdi Kano. Uh, what do you think about that news that he's back in custody? What do you think about uh, what this translates to uh, in terms of the government's goals regarding IPOB? Do you think that um, it will change anything for IPOB? Kevin is in transit. Hello, Kevin. Thank you for calling us. Sandra, is the question. How are you? I'm very well. Yeah, I have to just pull over somewhere and make this call. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Sandra, hmm? the government, first of all, must address the issues that is giving rise to the non-state actors. They must address those issues. They are pertinent issues in terms of education, in terms of health, in terms of security. Even in terms of infrastructure, look at the trade, they said they were boasting about breaking down. The government must address that. Having said that, I'd advise this man that he should stop inciting the people. I am not against anybody agitating for whatever he wants to agitate for. I am not against anybody protesting or doing whatever he wants to do. But when you want to do it, there are ways to go about it. The Catalonians and the Scottish people, all of them, they are, they are sitting for their own country. We know the way they are going about it. But this man has consistently incited people. And I advise him, with the popularity you have and with the grants you have gained, you can translate it and make a better country for yourself in this same country, in this same contraption we are all in. It is not necessary that you must seek for a, refer you must seek for a referendum and go for another country. With the class you have that you make people to sit down, in the fact is that they did not go out on May 29th. You can use that class and that power to also translate to something that will make the people live positively and seek for election. If they love you, they will vote for you. And you can fight your transformation from the southeast. But no, it kept on inciting people. Anyway, I'm not trying to pass any judgment here because the trial is still on. He, he, uh, he, 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 he has conducted, the trial has not been concluded, so he has given a firm view of anything yet. But all I'm saying is that let us up to reason. Because from what is happening now, 
I think we're headed nowhere with what he's talking about. I let the federal government also tread carefully with caution because we are already on the precipice. Now, you, you, you mentioned, before yeah. you go, Kevin, you mentioned the Scots. Notice yes. that the UK has a framework for referendum which allows the Scottish people to agitate peacefully for independence. Do you believe that Nigeria needs such a framework? I have said it before. We don't have that framework in a referendum in our constitution. Mm. We all know that. Mm-hmm. But with the lawmakers we have in the southeast, we can, the, some people have told me that they, they, they don't have the numbers. Democracy allows for lobbying. Mm. The can, can lobby with the southeast lawmakers and seek for referendum in the constitution. They can do it. Lobbying lo, 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 lo is allowed in, in, in democracy. Mm. It's better. He can use that and you know, make the, the, the change he needs he wants to make in this same construction we call Nigeria, it can work. So, in it's your so in like your it. opinion, we don't have it. But in your opinion, should we add it? Yes, it can work. You can add it. Hmm. Okay. And it can be done. Nothing is impossible. Oh, sorry, Kevin. I mistakenly cut you off. I thought we're done there. But thank you very much for calling. Always a pleasure to hear from you. Ninety-nine point three. Sorry about that. Hello. Good afternoon. Hello. How are you? What's your name? Uh, Sister Sandra, and I come to Welcome. Uh, AKA Koboko. <laughs> okay. Well, Nandri Kano arresting him is not a new news for me. Okay. That man is a hero. After my papa Nandri Kano, we are asking for three hours reconstruction, reintegration, and rehabilitation. It's not every three years you will tell me about that case. Second Niger Bridge. More than 20 products of our time is passing that Niger Bridge. It is not what we need. We need total integration. When you say integration, what do you mean? What I mean by integration, since after the war, what they promised us that we are going to be fully as a Nigerian. Look at what happened in 2016. Uh, selection of ministers and giving some uh, 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 government posts. There is no Southeast someone that is here. There are Southeastern no. ministers. There uh, were there were Southeastern ministers in 2015. Okay, okay, okay. And there are Southeastern uh, ministers today. Uh, concerning what you are saying, that woman said that we should lobby with our elites and our political something. Mm. Look at what is happening now that some PDP are going into, into APC. Mm. They are going because of their own selfish interest, because of 2023 permutations. They are not going for me and you as a senator. I support PDP by going to court to stop those people that are going to. When you enter APC, God don't bless you. When you enter APC, your corruption allegation is, is squashed and eradicated. So I support the Let's go to court. Are you hearing me? I'm hearing you. So what I want to tell you is that mm. let me tell you, I'm not swearing with my blood. Oh Any Igbo man who is not the IPOP. Any Igbo man who is not the IPOP. Any Igbo man who is Okay, I didn't catch what you said, but I'm not even sure I want to catch what you said. We've got uh, Tosin Odunfa who says, uh, Sandra, government doesn't vote themselves to power. Uh, with the level of insecurity in Nigeria, our economy collapsed under this government. Uh, I'm not sure you read what you wrote before you sent it, but thank you very much for your message. Haruna Mohammed says, wonderful, the biggest news of the week. We've got Matthew Ofora who says, federal government has negotiated with Boko Haram and bandits and even rehabilitated some. Why can't he be treated the same? All right, let's take a look at some messages uh, from WhatsApp. We've got them pouring in. Whew. Sandra, any caller? Who refers to Nigeria uh, as a contraption 
is a sympathizer of Kano, and a few already did. Agitation is not what Kano did, but sedition and inciting violence. Mark Paul is in Canada. Mark Paul, thank you very much for your message. Meg is Nabulegba. Hello, Meg. Hello, Sandra. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Welcome. Yeah. Yes, it's no news. Because for some time now, for the past six months, Namdekano had been eagering to come back to Nigeria. Okay. So the government should tell us the truth of actually what happened. If actually it was uh, with the help of the Interpol mm. and other international bodies that they brought him back. Mm. Because all the fans, they are begging him not to come back. He said that time has reached for him to come back. And I want to correct an impression. For as many people that are saying that he jumped bail is false. He did not jump bail. He was attacked. And that led to the death of his father, his mother, and his mother-in-law. So nobody can stay when the government come and attack you. And that was why he left. And as I'm telling you, at the end of the day, you will see that I am true. He came back voluntarily, you will see, because he had been eager for the past six months. People were telling him, don't come back, don't come back. He's not a terrorist. He has not killed anybody. He's just expressing what he knew. Do you think and he has uh, incited a, violence? He didn't. He Did, didn't. All right, Meg. Thank you very much for calling. We've got uh, Benjamin Chidiabera from VI who says, Sandra, those defecting to APC follow the words of the former chairman. They want to be white as snow. If what PDP stated is on constitution, can the court or the federal might and court meaningful? They are birds of the same feather. Benjamin, I think you sent that in a rush, but thank you very much for your message. Um, I really think the issue of defection by governors in office is backstabbing. I'll suggest any governor defecting from the party that gave him a platform to be voted into office to another party should forfeit the office. You can defect after leaving office, not while in office. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks for your message. We appreciate it. Uh, we've got more people who are sending us messages. Sandra, today is one of the happiest days of my life. My in-law was killed exactly one month today simply because he was a military man. Kelly from Alausa sent that message. Kelly, I'm terribly sorry for your loss. Um, uh, la, la, la. Okay, so I'm, I'm really doing my best to take as many messages from WhatsApp as possible. Adeshino says the position of PDP on politicians' defections should be the ideal, and no one should make a case for APC by saying that the PDP also did the same thing while in power. This must stop. All right, Adeshino, thank you for your message. We've got Mrs. Bucci on the line. Mrs. Bucci is in Ikorodu. Welcome to the show. Hello, Sandra. Good, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Welcome. Uh, um, about Nandi Kalumata, mm. just what that woman said, that woman that dropped call now. Mm. I don't think any government go and catch Nandi Kalu. Okay. Because he had been saying that he wants to come back for months now. Mm. And as they are declaring Nandi Kalu as a terrorist, Buari should quickly declare his, his brothers as a terrorist also. All those Fulani elsewhere that carry gun about have been killing people that is claiming that the Fulani elsewhere are from Nigeria. Those people that are killing people that are not from Nigeria. The ones that are not killing people that are the ones from Nigeria. 
You have you declared any of them as a terrorist? And do you know that do you know that the worry is 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 a, is a girl full of offer of full and yesness? All right, you can't say that. You can't say that. Apologies for that comment. We've got uh, the CBN releasing fifty thousand metric tons of maize to help bring down the price. That's our third story. Uh, maize prices skyrocketed a couple of years ago when the federal government closed the border uh, because even though Nigeria produces a lot of maize domestically, we still also import quite a lot of maize uh, because the demand for maize is high. We talked about this. Do you remember? We talked about this a bit earlier this year. We talked about the shortage of chicken feed because the feed makers rely on maize. And so do the uh, breweries who make beer. They also um, rely on maize. But um, anyway, the CBN is also blaming middlemen for the high prices. CBN, the central bank says that these middlemen are buying the maize and then hoarding the maize so that they can sell at high prices when demand is high. We talked about this on the roundtable yesterday. I remember Wemimo and Andrea uh, making very solid points on, on this particular subject. But yeah, the CBN is stepping in now. They're releasing uh, these 50,000 metric tons of maize from the Strategic Green Reserve or SGR. Uh, I don't know if you know how SGR works. It's basically a bunch of large storehouses all over the country. Whenever there, there is an oversupply of particular crops like maize or rice uh, and prices go down, um, the government buys up large quantities, stores it in these warehouses. By doing that, government brings the prices up. And then later, when there's a, a shortage of that crop and the prices go up, the government starts releasing grains from the SGR. The idea is to increase supply so that prices will come down. So that's how it, SGR works, just in case you didn't know um, how it works. But the question now is, will it work? CBN is giving these 50k metric tons to 12 companies. They include Premier Floor Mills, Crown Olam, Grand Cereals, Animal Care, Amobin Hybrid Feeds, Obasanjo Farms, Zatek, Wakot, Said Farms, Panda Green Ovum, and Premium Farms. Before this, these farms would buy their maize from middlemen who buy from farmers or importers. But now CBN is hoping to cut out these middlemen and give the maize directly to these 12 companies. But now, these guys are not going to eat the maize. They want to process it into chicken feed, for example, sell it to poultry farmers. So the question now is, will these 12 companies sell the product at a lower price? Or will they also raise the prices to match the high demand? These are the issues. <laughs> but hey, over to you, the, the farmers uh, who farm maize, who have poultry. Talk to me. What do you think about this plan by the CBN? to use maize from the strategic um, grain reserve so that they can drop prices. Women call me on 01465-7190. Men call me on 0700-993-993-993. You can also share your thoughts with us via WhatsApp or on our live stream. Our live stream is Nigeria Info 99.3 on Facebook, Nigeria Info FM on WhatsApp, on uh, uh, YouTube, sorry. And then WhatsApp is 080 959-75805. Adams in Banana Island, thank you very much yes. for calling us. Hello, Adams. Uh, hello, Sandra. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Welcome to Hard Facts. Uh, thank you. Mm. Uh, 
Concerning the arrest of uh, Inland Bikani, mm-hmm. I think it's a welcome development to this country as a whole. Okay. Because he has succeeded in brainwashing majority of the youth in the southeast. Mm. He has been making money at their own expense. And a lot of them were killed. Let me say even innocently because they don't know the plan, the, the ground plan by Namdekanu. Okay. Then another issue of concern mm. is those evil people who are expressing their sympathy for the terrorist group IPOP and Inam Dikanu as a leader. Mm. The double standard they are teaching. Remember, most of them are the one that we are calling the head of the minister, uh, Pantani, mm. for expressing sympathy for another terrorist group okay. to resign or to be arrested for whatever reason. Okay. Next for me, expressing sympathy for any criminal is not a crime. Because a crime is recognized as a crime when it is written, when it is prescribed in our law books. Here are they now expressing sympathy for Enam Dikanu and IPOP group who the law of the, in the, this country has prescribed, has described them as terrorist organizations. So what are we talking about? I was just, I'm just listening. Most of them are sympathizing with Kanu, sympathizing with uh, IPOP group. Are they not terrorist groups too, as far as our laws are concerned? So that's my take. All right, Adams. Thank you for sharing your take with us. Adeboyega Dedeji says, who is next? Sunday, Gogo. How many people will this government arrest? Just to prove a point. We're back to military junta. Nigerians should brace up for more actions and ill treatment from this government. Adeboyega, thank you for your message. Bidung says, government should know the least and highest market value of the maize and monitor the sales within the range of the market prices. Did Supreme Court rule against PDP when APC were defecting? If truly in the law, then we are not practicing democracy. Thank you very much, Biodung, uh, for your message. Uh, we've got... Um, hmm. <laughs> All right, I got a very funny message here. Yeah, well, you're right. I like Jack buying. We've got uh, more people who are sending us messages here. Madam Sandra, please reply me. Is Li- Liberia part of the list? No, Liberia is not part of the list. Uh, Mays, central banking. Which model of central banking is this, please? Development banking beyond uh, deposit money banks. Okay. Thank you for your message. Didn't leave your name, though. We've got um, Sylvester who says CBN has lost focus, usurping the function of our Greek ministry. Okay. We've got um, Joseph who says, you should know that the jumping of ship by politicians in Nigeria does not come to me as a surprise because most politicians are political prostitutes jumping from one ship to another. All right. Um, When they killed Jesus, they thought that they had solved their problems, but that was the beginning of his kingdom. Okay. So Namdi is Jesus now? (laughs) <laughs> you are funny. Vivian is in transit. Hello, Vivian. Hello, hello, Sandra. Good afternoon. Good my name afternoon. is Vivian. I'm on transit anyway. Welcome. Please, I, I just uh, this is actually my first time of hearing this. It's not that it's my first time of hearing it, but I'm just surprised at how people are talking about this and I'm okay. Please, I just have one question. That is just why I called. Okay. Do, is it like they have a group or they have like an assembly or they have a church 
that you know, they cannot preach to them or what. I really don't understand. You know, if he has this crowd, I think he should come back to Nigeria and, you know, fight for a position as a governor. Okay. I, I will go with what Mr. Kelvin said earlier. He can come back, be a governor, and do something east and, you know, from there, then he can sit for what he wants. Mm. Instead of going back, back thing. I, I, I think for him to have this kind of crowd, mm. you know, people calling, all of the men, I think, yeah, if he has this crowd, he should come out fight for a position, create one party, and you see people join his party, and then you'll become governor of one district state there, and that's it. Okay, Vivian, thank you for calling. 99.3, hello. Sorry about that, call back if you can. Hello. Hello, um, good afternoon. Good afternoon, what's your name? Yeah, Sandra, it's me, Han. And welcome. Um, you see the issue of this Nigeria, this government, I want to talk about this high cost of foodstuffs in the market, mm. and the CBN approach to call that. I don't know what him. that will translate to. Mm. During Jonathan government, we had a minister of agriculture who was truly an agriculturist. Okay. There was surplus food. The cost of living was okay. For God's sake, look at the value of the exchange rate of Naira to dollar. Now, how much is it, Sandra? Is it not tri- almost 500 Naira? Mm. Yeah. It's then, over 500. You, the other one, again, they said they want to, is it elevate poverty of 100 million? Is it Nigerian? Nigerians. I'm correct. Mm-hmm. 100 million Nigerians, yeah. How can you do that when there's so much inflation in the nation? When the economy is down? When, for God's sake, you can see how... I don't understand. Where is the economic team of this government? We don't know. Who is the Minister of Finance? What are they saying? We don't know. Well, Zainab Ahmed is... What are they doing in the ministry? In fact, this government is an overall. I just pray. I don't know if we can even say it in 2023. By 2023, Nigerian youth should stand up whether we are not doing episode of PDP and vote people who have a deep understanding of entrepreneurship, of governance, of leadership, of agriculture, like everything needs to be all right because we are now like 20 steps forever backward. In fact, I don't know where we are now. If it's 1960, we are just starting. I don't know. Then now, on the issue of um, Nandikano, hmm. well, you see, if I look at the situation of things, the, the, the country is already heated up. So the government should be very, very careful, very, very sensitive, very, very delicate with him. Because the hardship, everybody's feeling the whole economic hardship, the whole insecurity, everything that is going on, the whole tribalism by, the, by this government mm. to other regions. Mm. So I personally, if I want to say, if I want to reveal my, what I feel on this government, it's even more worse than what Nambikano is saying. It's just because he has a platform. Everyone has some sense of what is going on. In so what, on that note, I don't know they said they arrested him. Well, if they arrested him via Interpol, well, that's all right. But I don't think they did because this man has always craved to come down to and face and confront him. No, this guy is a fearless guy, for God's sake. This guy is two times of Ojuku. And one thing again is that they should find out and resolve his issues, like put him on a dialogue, not this whole approach, because I don't know how this government is going to react and you know relate to this issue. It's, very, it's quite sensitive. We have to be careful because you can see the countries already eaten up. There, there are a lot of issues. To me, I don't think it's an issue. We have more pressing issues. The poverty rate in the country is too much. Fighting security, fights, not that what's Nigeria want to hear. Not only oh, can candies now, but what has it done to my own life now? Thank you very much for calling. Speaking of, by the way, uh, voter registration has started. If you just turned 18 or you were above 18 and you never registered to vote, Biko, go to cvr.inecnigeria.org. Cvr dot inecnigeria.org 
and get started. You can register online, find your polling unit, and then go and do the biometrics and all of that. We'll be right back. 99.3 Nigeria Info. We'll be right back. You asked for it, and it's back. And it's back. It's the Roundtable here, special mm. broadcast on Nigeria Info. We've got the entire team here. Oh my God, the year of first. That's what 2020 has been. It's the, it's the year of first. You're doing empowerment for youth. You give them bikes, you give them marijuana, and then years after, you tell them not to use them. I feel like there's a huge disconnect between the government. It's the Nigeria Info Roundtable. Roundtable. And the actual consequence of poverty in Nigeria. These are debts that can be avoidable if we just do the right thing. All your favorite Nigeria Info presents on air at the same time. And the third person was an entrepreneur. We missed the second person. They all huh? we missed the, the second person. The first person, Sheriff, I can send it to you on WhatsApp. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 all the biggest stories from the first half of 2021. A- analyzed by the biggest voices on radio. I am Sheriff Quadri, Lagos, Nigeria. My name is Wemimo Adewunis. You're hanging out with the techest steel. <laughs> My name's Joyce Onyemowo. I am Sandra Ezekweseli. Wait. 28th of June, Monday. Time, 9 a.m. Only on 99.3 Nigeria Info. Let's talk. 99.3 Nigeria Info. Your number one station for talk. Let's talk. Four minutes to the end of this segment. What will Namdekanu's arrest mean for IPOB? Can PDP stop its elected officials from defecting to the APC? And can government control the price of maize? Those are your big three, Lagos. Let's keep talking. We've got Solomon uh, Solier or Koli who says, there are other factors aside raw materials that determine the prices of products in the market. Releasing maize to those companies are good. How about electricity charges, diesel and petrol prices that are skyrocketing. Releasing the maze to them is going to be a beautiful nonsense, really. All right, Solomon Okoli, thank you for your message. We've got uh, more people who are sending us messages on Facebook. Lots of messages on Facebook. I can't, there's no possible way for me to even get in there. So let me just come back to the phone lines. 99.3, hello. Hello. Thank you for calling. Good evening. Good evening. What's your name? Mrs. Yolua Shola. Welcome. Yeah, I'm talking on Inamdi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they said they have arrested him. Mm. I read it uh, in one of the online papers that uh, they, they arrested him on Sunday mm-hmm. and they're supposed to bring him in the court today. I don't know if that happened. Yeah, that happened. He was arrested on Sunday and he, he has already been in court and they've already remanded him to the custody of DSS. Okay. Mm. I don't want the federal government or the court to delay his case because the case has been and they must allow the justice to prevail because Nigeria know how things started. It's true, federal government described them as a terrorist, but the case is in the court. And then I want to beg Nigeria we should wait and open our eyes and see how the case is going to go, not to accuse him or the federal government that we need justice. Okay. Thank you. 
Thank you very much for calling, ma'am. Uh, Peter Balogun says, they're always saying USA, UK, Israel, and other Western powers are with them. Now, can we see who they who are they supporting? Deal with the criminals with the language they understand. Ibogo will be next. That's a message from Peter Balogun on Facebook. Mohamed Abubakar Shaka says, Jubrim finally brought Kanu back to the zoo. Let him understand the language better. All right, Mohamed, thank you for your message. 99.3, hello. Hi, Sandra. Hi, yours is my last call. What's your name? My name is Tommy Wan from Sweden. Good to have you here. Go ahead. Yes, we're talking about um, the CBN um, putting us into whatever it is that is well. Mm. Yeah, I think it's needed. I mean, the government can be looking at things going AYI in the country, but the question is what does the Bank of Agriculture do actually? I mean, fine, it's a good thing what the CBN has done, but. What role does does the um, Bank of Agriculture play the Ministry of Agriculture in all of these things? Hmm. And I just I, I just think it needs to be questioned. Okay. All right. Yeah. Thank you for calling. I will have somebody from the Bank of Agriculture come on the show and answer those questions since I'm not their spokesperson. But hey, Lagos, I'd like to thank you for being a part of the show. Stick around because we've got a huge game coming up. England and uh, Germany uh, facing off. Uh, we already have the sports team. They're already here. Come in. Let's banter. Let me hand over to you. Um, you know, I, I wonder who you have your bets on. Kemi, do you, do you watch football? football at all or no do you no you don't you don't watch football at all no no Chisholm do you watch no no okay no he doesn't okay <laughs> are we excited about the Germany game and England we are Absolutely. Mm? Um, cracker that's that's just the word you know uh, two nations you know former world champions um, yeah one is yet to actually win the Euros one have won it thrice which you one? Know, which one is which? Germany. Germany, Germany has won three times. Yes, and mm. uh, England are still searching for it's their very first. You know, but these two have got special rivalry that dates back to the World Cup win, especially in 1966, which was won by the Three Lions. Mm. And uh, since then, it's been, you know, Germany leaving their pound of flesh. I, I, yet I thought you'd say that the rivalry goes back to world wars. Uh, you know, but uh, I mean, that's where, I, that's where I thought you were going. But, you know, I, I'll take the football. On the pitch. <laughs> I'll yeah. take the football. Are you a betting man? No, I don't, actually. You're not a betting man. Yeah, but... Are you a betting man, Brown? <laughs> <laughs> no? I guess, are you a betting woman? No, not, not a betting woman. None of them are betting people, but they have big bets uh, sponsoring the first 15 minutes of their show. Look at them. <laughs> We have to do what we have to do. We got to make the money. All right, Lagos, be here for the best sports gang in the country right here on 99.3 Nigeria Info. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili on social media. S. Ezekwesili. Find me there. Let's talk about all the things that we talk about all the time on 99.3 Nigeria Info. Hard Facts with Sandra Ezekwesili is available as a podcast on all streaming platforms.